afternoon great night welcome to moments of mindset the podcast again it's always a blessing it's always a gift to have my brother the visionary the world champ cyril jeff let's go <laughs> my brother yeah that's what i love i appreciate it i appreciate it, I appreciate it. how you feeling <laughs> Everything's good, man. Feeling good. Been a busy week, but all is well, man. Love it. Love it. I mean, it's an amazing... Listen, so Monday made uh, one month of Moments of Mindset, the podcast. So getting Uh, that first month. Thank you. Thank you. It's... it's, Man, it's so... uh, It's... I always say it's a gift, not to sound cliche, but I never would have imagined that I would be in this place providing value and love and light on such a consistent basis um and people are people are listening people are watching my sister listened to our episode last week and she said man you're your friend i absolutely love everything he's saying i love his vibe i love his voice like everybody's like man who is that where did he come from he's amazing <laughs> and i'm like yeah man i appreciate it i appreciate it. it's so funny i'm getting the same feedback from you like oh man your buddy is a, he's super professional, man. Like, is this what he does for a living? I said, <laughs> man, he's going to have the biggest podcast in the world. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. That's where it Watch starts, it. man. Yeah, man. Yeah. See, what's up? What's up? So funny, man. Yeah, go ahead. And, that, and that, takes, that takes us right into something that's been heavy on my heart since you talked about it last week was expectations. Yeah. And managing our expectations. Because, mm-hmm. man, you can, live, you can live or die mentally based on those expectations. You know, when we're all kids, we all had an idea of where we would be at a certain point in our life, yeah. you know? And I kind of alluded to this one time when I was younger. It's like, man, I never thought I'd be, you know, in the position I am now uh, doing what I do now when yeah. I was a young child or even a teenager, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, man, you can either look at that saying these unmet expectations are going to drive me crazy, may lead to depression, lead to anxiety and everything else, or I can shift my focus. Yes. I can, I have to be nimble with my expectations. Yes. Because the second we're not, we begin to do what? We lose hope. Yeah. And man, a, a person without hope, man, that's that's a really sad thing. You know, it's a really sad thing. Yeah. It's like you talked about, and remind me of the quote. Um, it was, we underestimate, <laughs> or, or overestimate yeah. rather, uh-huh. what we do in one to two years. Yep. Say, say it, Rod. Give it some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's from Tony Robbins. He says, the average person overestimates what they can accomplish and achieve in one or two years, but underestimate what they can do in five or 10 years. Yes. Yes. That's so good, man. It's like, like, like we talked about before, it's like, man, we are in this society. We want everything instantly, you know? Yes. And I think that's why a lot of people don't end up accomplishing some of their goals because they don't understand. It's not a sprint. Right. They want to sprint to it. Let me get this weight off. For example. Oh man, let me try this diet for three weeks. Yeah. Man, it took you it took you three years to put the weight on. Yeah. You take it off in three weeks. <laughs> that's not re- that's not a reasonable expectation. Yeah, it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what it is? Ninety days. Boom. Ninety days is a reasonable expectation. Yes, it if is. If you can break it down into three, can you do it for three months? Mm. Just three months. Just three. Because man, it seems like in this day and age, when you blink, three months is over. It's. I mean, golly, I can't believe we're coming up on Christmas. I know, man. I lose my I lose track of my days all the time. 
Man, and I just I just feel like so many of us out there, me too, I'm, I'm preaching to myself right now. Yeah. It's like we just get discouraged. Uh, the temptation to get discouraged is there, I should say. And those unmet or unreasonable expectations end up stealing our joy. and mm-hmm. They're stealing our hope, which leads to stealing our joy, mm-hmm. which then steals our peace. Yeah. And man, here we go. Now, now we're in a bad spot. I just want to encourage people just briefly, man, to – to look at your expectations. First of all, I hope everybody's writing down their visions of where they want to be. Mm-hmm. There's nothing helps them with clarity as much as just writing something down. Yes. Hey, I want to do this. I want to do that. I remember the beginning of my, my first year at Purple Belt, I wrote down all these expectations. I like to reach for the stars, man. Yeah. I feel like if I have a goal and I accomplish it too easy, I kind of cheat myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want them to be a stretch. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna set up and say something like I want I want to end up beating uh, a friend of mine, Muhammad Ali. He's one of the best adult black belts in the world. I'm gonna face Muhammad Ali in the finals of adult worlds. That's unreasonable expectation. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just not, it's just it's just not reasonable. That's all. Yeah. Hey, it's nice to have dreams, right? Yeah, but that's yeah. not really what we're talking about. What we're talking about is moving in a direction and a path for our life. Yeah, we need to be as targeted as we can. When we start to do that, we start to operate in that. Yeah. So I just wanted to—I just wanted to mention that, man. It's really been—I've been thinking about it a lot since you mentioned that quote from uh, Tony Robbins last week. It's kind of been on my mind a lot, and I just wanted to uh, to share that. And just yeah. and if there's anybody out there who doesn't have hope, I would encourage them to kind of scale things back, take an inventory of everything in their life, and I assure you, no matter what's going on. There's plenty to be grateful for. Absolutely. And, and on top of that, man, and I'm glad you brought up the uh, analogy, uh, the analogy of it being a sprint, right? So sometimes people say, oh, it's a sprint or, oh, it's a marathon. Well, it's all that, right? Because when you get to a place where maybe when you're trying to get to a position where it is a sprint, but sometimes maybe it's a long distance where you run a mile. But guess what? For me, as I'm looking five years, 10 years, and I want to build something that everybody can have a piece of that needs it and they can grow in their own create, you know, in their own creative space. Guess what? Maybe I'm the one that's organizing the race. Maybe it's a marathon. And instead of me running the race, maybe I'm the one that is supporting. And when somebody's down to their last mile or last kilometer or whatever, I'm there giving them that glass of water and letting them know, Hey, you got another mile left, another half a mile left, stay in the game. Right? So it's, we're all running different races at the same time, we just have to be flexible with the expectations and the hope. Maybe we have to put on a different hat. And you have to be able to be malleable and flexible to, like you said, switch and pivot if you need to. Like if you're running a sprint and you're running a sprint and running a sprint, you keep hitting the same hurdle. Sooner or later, you're going to have to jump over that hurdle. So you have to be able to, in your preparation of the mindset, the habits, the action plans, be able to, you know, raise that leg up if you have to jump over a hurdle or or jump over, you know, if you're running the steeplechase, jump over that hurdle and jump over the water. You, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, man, because a lot of times when we get to a place of there's really no such thing as stress. That's not really like a tangible thing. There's stressful thoughts that lead to stressful situations, right? So it's about making sure along the path as you're preparing that you allow yourself the flexibility to, you know, make those um, mistakes or adjustments, if you will. Man, I feel like you hit the nail on the head right there. Our frustration and our stress comes from what? It's the unmet expectation 
that I was going to accomplish X, Y, Z in X amount of time. Mm-hmm. Man, that uh, nine times out of 10, our expectations are not reasonable. Right. I'm not talking about underachieving here. This is a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm talking about have a game plan. And if things didn't go like you want to go, reflect on what you've done. Because yes. why? We've been kind of writing down what, we, what we're doing, right? We've been kind of keeping uh, ourselves accountable. Absolutely. By, by writing down what we're doing. So look back, reflect, see what you could have changed, what you could have done, done differently. Look in the mirror. Yeah. See what you could have changed, right? Yeah. And then let's reset those expectations. Right. Because that is the big problem. Yeah. I feel like not managing those expectations can kill somebody's dream faster than anything. Yeah. Faster than any rejection the world's ever going to give them. Yep. Because yep. we already have the mindset of, oh, it didn't work. I might as well give it up. Or I might mm-hmm. as well stay in this job I hate. Or I might as well stay being overweight. Yeah. I might just stay in this unhappy relationship yeah. because our expectations weren't met. We have to be we have to be targeted and we have to be reasonable with those expectations. Yeah. And, and then also what, what I talk about often is, you know, in that four pillars of who that you want to be, like the, the third one is the importance of your why. Like why is it important? And then who needs your all-star game performance? Because if you keep those things in the forefront of your mental, like, why are you doing this? Why is it important? What is the purpose? Who really needs me to be the best version of myself? Then you have that extra motivation that keeps you aligned with where it is that you want to go. Because inevitably, there are going to be times if you rest on your own laurels and you don't have anything else to motivate you, you're going to fall on your face. That's not sustainable. We weren't put here to just be selfish all the time and have the ulterior motives to me, 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 me. But when you put it on, and I, and I got this from Deepak Chopra when I was reading the seven spiritual, uh, the seven laws of spiritual success. And in one of them, the uh, law of Dharma and purpose he talks about that. Listen, we should have a goal, and this is something I can have a goal where you have an elevated emotion, utilize your unique gifts and talents, and see how they best serve humanity. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, then guess what? The higher power, God, the universe, the light source is going to keep feeding you the information, the inspiration to aspire to go down this path of light to continue to help people. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And that's what I don't want to pass it off on my on my own. But uh, Nina Amir, I was reading some of her stuff. She talks about um, how expectations will also help elevate us well as well. Yes. But if my expectation is to uh, let's say dunk on a twelve foot goal, yeah, at forty two years old, <laughs> that's going to cause a lot. That's going to be a lot of work, if at all even possible. Yeah. So why not focus on something that I know I can accomplish, mm-hmm. like being the best father I can be Boom. or being the best business businessman I can be. Right. Boom. Like, I think we just have to target. We have to target our approach because yeah. those, those same, same expectations that can lead to lack of hope can push us to greatness. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So it's like I, I, we just have to I just think we need to rein them in a little bit. You yeah. know? And that's all of us, you know, yeah. we just need to rein them in a little bit, take inventory of what those expectations are. And then ensure they're not stealing our hope and our joy. Because I'll tell you what else they'll lead to is they'll lead to anger. Mm-hmm. You know, and they'll lead to fr- that frustration leads to anger, and anger leads to resentment. And here we are hating our dream yeah. that we've been wanting to chase since we were kids. So. Yeah, yeah. And then one other thing on top of that piggybacking, it's also it, it's being more conscious with it, right? Because if you have a expectation and you're so used to being on autopilot if you think about your day in and day out think about the the average american that's working day in and day out they have the same schedule every single day get out of bed the same way brush your teeth the coffee talk to the same people that they're basically 
living in the past because they are replaying their same day, right? I'm talking about, and I think you're talking about also like those conscious decisions. When you feel something isn't right, take stock, look in the mirror, self-reflect, do some meditation, do some journaling. That way you can keep a stock and you can evaluate, are you doing the things that are moving the barometer towards you achieving the next level of success? Are you matching up with those expectations? Do you need to modify them a little bit, right? Because like you said earlier, if you achieve it too fast, maybe you weren't stretching enough. Or if it's way too hard, maybe you need to take a step down and learn a new skill, get a mentor, get somebody that can help you find your footing, right? So it's the consciously being able to recognize without judgment. Because even if you feel, I was telling the kids when I was training them in basketball the other day, yo, there's no such things as losses, only lessons. No such thing as failure, only feedback. And the other night I was I was I was thinking about this also when it comes to mistakes, right? Even breaking down the the word mistake. So for me to have a mistake, I have to have those mistakes in order to learn about achieving my stakes cuz the stakes are high, right? So MI stakes, I have to have those mistakes in order to achieve my stakes. And that's mistake is the same word, but if you break it up and look at it differently, it can create a new image and a new vision, right? And give it a new I life. I love that. I love that. You know, it reminds me of like, you know, when a little kid's learning how to walk. Mm. Little kid gets up, goes take a first step, falls. Mm-hmm. Gets up, takes the first step, stop, falls. By the time they, you know, what, one and a half, two, we're walking, you know? Mm-hmm. What if a baby at six months says, you know what, I'm going to just chill out till I get to see I learned how to walk then. <laughs> Hey, I got I got news for you, homeboy. You're never gonna walk. Right. You are never gonna walk. It, that's not how this thing works. Yeah. This thing works. You get up, you fall on your face, you get back up again. You get up, you fall on your face, you get back up again. Mm. You get up, you fall on your face, and then boom, one day, hey, yeah, hey, man, I can walk. Mm. I can walk. But so many times we're gonna go from crawling right into running. Right. I'm gonna be a millionaire overnight. Oh, right. I got this book. I'm gonna be a millionaire overnight. Mm. How about you just start with having a thousand dollars in emergency fund? How about cool. we do that? How about we start with just having. How about we start by just spending less money than what we're bringing in? Let's start there. Let's start Let's there. Let's start there and see what happens. Let's right? start there. You know? Yeah, man. And, I, I, I love what you just said, though. Thank you, man. And even from crazy, from what you just so, said, even from a parent's perspective, when you have a child, guess what? I'm about to be a grandfather in a couple weeks, right? So yeah. when I see my grandson, like you said, in that same token, am I going to at six months when he's still trying to walk? Am I going to say, man, you know what? Don't even try. Just give Just lay down. You don't have to try to walk. You've you fallen too many times already. Thinking about how many times I've fallen. Oh, I don't want him to fall. Any, we don't do that. We urge them on and we get excited when they fall and when they get up and when they start doing things that we didn't expect them to do. See, even when... So many times as parents... Come on. Let me just say something real fast. Yeah, yeah. So I don't interrupt, but I want, you good? I want to hit on something. I know it's going to hit home to you and it does on me too. Yeah. That's why so many times as parents and our parents, why didn't they continue to let us fall? Come on. Right why, there. Why didn't they continue to let us... Why, why did they put these... And I love my parents. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. I know you love your, you love your parents too, yep. right? Like, but, but why is it that it was okay for me to fall on my face when I was a kid? Hmm. Hey, get it up. You're going to be all right. But I'm trying to do it in life. Now I need to fit inside this box. Talk to Man, me, Cyril. I don't want to be that kind of father to my children. Come on, talk to me. I want my me. father to chase their. I want my kids to chase their dreams. Yes. And when they fall in their face, I want to be right there to pick them and say, "Hey, baby, it's okay. We yeah. all do it. Yeah. There's no shame because I feel like more than anything, 
Our fear comes from shame. Yes. Oh, man, I don't want to try and fail. What's everybody going to think about me? Yes. What's mom going to think of me? Yes. What's my friends? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares what they think about you? Mm-hmm. This is your life and you only got one. This only is got it. One. This is the one. Yeah. What are you waiting on? Come on, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? There's nothing changing until you change it. Boom. So yep. it's like, man, I just it just hit me when you said, you know, like parents, you know, the parents and, and the baby's walking, and you, like you were saying, if you let them get back up, but why do we stop that? Right. Why do we stop that as parents, right. not as fathers? Right. Because we're trying to protect our children, but instead of protecting our children, we're actually doing the service the same way our parents do the service and their parents do the service. It's like we're doing these things we don't want to do because it's what we're what? Supposed to Supposed to do. To do. What we're programmed Says to do. Who? Says who? <laughs> yeah. Yo, I tell my kids now, fail and fail all. I want them to see me fail because I want them to become numb to it. As you mentioned earlier, everybody, that that uh, instant gratification of a thumbs up or a thumbs down, that's what we're so conditioned to. We even, even when people aren't around, when we do something, we looking like, oh, did I do that the right way? Did I get the accolades? Nah, man, it's not about that. Try something new, fail at it augment and change that way you can improve we've heard we've said it on conversations before if we came out the gate acing everything that we did life would be boring life would be absolutely boring so we're managing those expectations that should that should be something when you do your self-reflections when you do your morning meditations or at night when you celebrate your wins those are opportunities for you to make sure that the alignment of what your expectations along with the progress and the habits and the action plans that you're putting in place along with that mindset is going to lead you in the right path and you have to modify it along the way because you're ever evolving and ever changing Along with the external environment inside you, you should be changing too. When you should be changing the most on the inside, that way you become numb to the external stimuli. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's so funny. When I come home from tournaments, I would show my kids my gold medals. And I traveled so much and compete so much. It kind of became old hat. But mm. my daughter got wind that I, I got second in silver, uh, silver rather than the world, Snoggy Worlds. And I was getting ready to, to, you know, just throw the medal away. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, no, I don't, I don't keep these, baby. We'll just keep the gold ones. She's like, Daddy, that's the world championship, though. I said, no, baby, but it doesn't matter. Like, I, I only care about winning. Huh. She's like, well, did you fight your hardest? I said, yeah, baby, of course. Daddy always fights his hardest, you know. She says, well, I think you should keep it so you can remember how hard you fought. Thought, oh, now I'm about to start crying. Like, man, all I care about is being number one. Huh. All my daughter cares about is did I try my hardest. Lord, have mercy. This nine-year-old is preaching to me. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, man, we get so caught up on the prize, the prize, the prize, the prize, the prize. And let me tell you something. If you win one, you win 50. Mm. It doesn't change. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> it, you're still the same. Like, it doesn't. Like, I still got I still got to take out the trash. I still got to make yeah. dinner for the kids. I still got to yeah. pack my bed. It's like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't change you. It's like, it's just an accolade that you just had to have. Yeah. And me, thank God I love the process. I thought what she said was so wise. And did you did you fight your hardest? Then you should keep it to remember you fought your hardest. Mm. I thought, man, to me it always stung because I mean, it, when I looked at it, it was a time I failed, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I see that it wasn't a time that a time that I fought my hardest and got second in the world in my division. Mm. It was a time I should have won gold, but I didn't. Right. Oh man, I'm telling you, I about broke down, man. Yeah. Because I didn't. I never looked at it like that. Yeah. I looked at it. Uh, if it ain't gold, I don't want. You know? Man, that brought so it to you. Have that attitude in life, man. That's really not. 
that's really not the way to sustain. Yeah. It's not a sustainable it's way not. to live. It's not. Think about what that does to your psyche. Think about what that does to every time you try something new. Because guess what? In those thoughts that you just had, you have trained your bo- your mind, your body, your physiology to react that way automatically without even seeing the grand scheme of things and how others perceive it. Like I, I say to Erin all the time and she's seven, I learn more from her than she learns from me. Just like I learn more from what your daughter said to you. Like, wow. Like that brought tears to my eyes. And and. Those are the things we take stock on. I was when I was training Hunt this weekend, and he and I have been really training the past handful of weeks. And I know he's getting a foothold in basketball and really, really enjoying it. We finished the workout on Sunday after two hours. Everybody's getting ready. He was like, "Hey, can we do one more, like one more round of the exercise that we were doing?" And I was so proud to hear him say that because that's what I wanted. I wanted to instill so much love, support, and confidence in him that at the end of a workout, he wouldn't be ready to go. He would want an extra rep. And I said, this game of basketball can translate into the game of life. If you take that stock in school, in job, in business, where it's rough, you've been working, toiling all day long, and before you leave, you know what? Let me send out one more email. Let me do one more sales call. You know what? Let me reach out to that significant other and let them know that I'm thinking about them and I love them. Let me reach out to my brother. Let me reach out to my friend. Let me do all these one little extra. And that one little extra can take not only you, but the people around you and the things that you're wanting to do so much further, not just to the stars. It could take you to the next galaxy if you allow yourself to. Oh, I love it. Yeah, man, I love it. And that's not how you and I came up. Nah. You and I came up, man, you win. Like, you're a winner. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a loser, I'm a winner. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's all we all we care about doing is winning. When we, when we won, we were super high. Super high. When we were lost, we were super low. Yo. I was so competitive funny, to a like, fault. My buddy, yeah, man, my buddy Mindset Mike talks about it all the time. Matter of fact, he was over in Ireland last week um, speaking with one of the UFC fighters. He, he mentors a lot of guys in the UFC now. And he's like, man, every fight is just like any other fight. doesn't matter if it's for the title or it's your first fight. Like, every fight is just another fight. Every opportunity to compete is just another opportunity to compete. We have to be grateful for all of them. Yes. It's like, man, that's not how we came up. No. No. <laughs> how we came up since I was five years old started playing uh, on, a, on a competitive basketball team. It was like, man, we win. Mm-hmm. If we don't win, like, we're going to get punished. Yeah. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. You're absolutely right. Those practices after we came off a bad loss. Come on, man. We got all these work. extra sprints. We got work. Come on, man. We got work. Yeah. We got work. Yeah. So, it, I, I think there's balance between like this uh, this new kind of new age idea of, oh uh, man, everybody should get a trophy because they fought. Because I don't think that's how life is, right, right? Right. At the same time, I think it's okay to say, hey man, you did a good job. Did you try your hardest? Yes, sir, I did. Okay, we're going to keep working to get better. Boom. Because we want to be number one, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. think you can spin it around from a negative. It's kind of like that neutral thinking we were talking about last yep. week or the week before, rather. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, it doesn't have to be, hey, losing is great. But it can also be, hey, winning, winning shouldn't be the highest, losing should be the lowest. Correct. We should be right in between. Yep. Grateful for the opportunity to go out there with all our faculties and train hard. It's all about growth. Like you, like you talked about, pick up a lesson on each each time we it's go out, we're picking up a lesson. We're picking it's up a lesson. Time. It adds up. Yeah, man. Ah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> man, give me listen, give me some final thoughts, man. Like I'm gonna let you I'm going to I, I love you and I love this. So no extra words. You know me. So I want you to close us out, your final message to the current listeners and the future listeners out there. 
Yeah, just grateful. Just grateful to be on here with you. Grateful there's people who are listening to what we have to say. And I would encourage everybody who's listening uh, just to be grateful. Just operate in the heart of gratitude and, and see what things happen to you. Because yeah. I feel like that's one thing that's benefited me greatly, just waking up every day. When I'm driving my kids to school, I get them to share each one of them every single day three things they're grateful for. Mm. I don't make them pick something new every day, but there's some days like, I don't want to hear one I ever heard. Give me something new. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I can look out this window and be thankful for that gas station right there. We get grass. I'm thankful for that pizza shop right there where y'all like to have pizza on Friday. Like, I just start picking stuff up and they get it. Man, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm focused so much on working to find gratitude rather than just looking around and seeing how grateful I should be. Mm. So I would just encourage everybody to just keep operating in that, in that attitude of gratitude and watch how far it'll take you. Mm. I love it, man. I love you. <laughs> love you more, brother. Man, have an amazing day. You too, Rod. Right, Always good talking to you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Later, buddy. Later. OM Gratefulness, what a gift. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of Moments of Mindset, the podcast. What I need you to do is I need you to go support my best friend, my brother, in his amazing combat apparel. Go to Cruise Combat, C-R-U-Z-C-M-B-T dot com forward slash athletes with an S. There are two special edition Cyril Jeff shirts Select one, select them both, buy them for yourself, buy them for a friend. On your checkout, use the promo code CJ10. We have to support our friends. We have to support the companies out there that are bringing value and bringing love and wanting to make this world a much better place. Support and celebrate this world champion, my friend, Cyril Jeff Smith. You can find him at T-H-E-C-Y-R-I-L.com, thecyril.com. Thank you for locking arms with me. I love you all. Have an amazing day.